keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. We are doing a special episode of The Unwatchables. I'm here with Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty Chaps. Oh my god. Zach Attack. Hello. We are reviewing (laughs) in our Hulk Hogan film, film career retrospective, Three Ninjas... High Noon at Mega Mountain. Now, what year did this come out? 1998. Okay, so how old were you? I was 14, I think. Okay, I was eight. I was seven or eight, depending on what month it came out. And I remember my friend had this on uh, VHS, and I loved Three Ninjas. Yeah. Uh, If you don't like Three Ninjas, you're a fucking loser coward. And um, you're a loser. You're lying to yourself. Three Ninjas is amazing, right? Three Ninjas. All right, sidetrack. Have you seen Three Ninjas, the original Three Ninjas? Yeah, it's really fun. Dude. When I was a kid and watched it, it was really fun. So I I, I used to tell my friends, I go, Three Ninjas is the greatest movie because. Did you like it more than Karate Kid when you were a kid? It's Home Alone meets Karate Kid. That's all Three Ninjas is. It's Home Alone meets Karate Kid, right? Then I go, I'm going to buy this movie like, like two years ago. So I go out and I buy the movie. And on the cover, it says. Karate Kid meets Home Alone. <laughs> it's exact. It my good? description of it is exactly how they describe it. Because some movies like it. I rewatch Monster Squad and I still enjoy it, and that was like my movie. Three Ninjas when I was a is kid. still so funny. They say uh, they say retarded in it. He's talking <laughs> to like Rocky's talking to Emily on the phone, and the boys are acting Scott's up. And she's like, "What's going is, on over there?" Scott's and personality is a real Jekyll oh, and Hyde. He's my brother. I need to explain Scott Chaplin to you guys because a lot of people don't know Scott. Now, and I think uh, <laughs> we need an outside perspective. Scott, uh, for a while, was one of the most inappropriate comedians I've ever met from New Jersey and said all this horrible shit. (laughs) In the last two years... He started dating a wonderful uh, black lady named Colleen. This is not how it, anything no, 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 changed. A lot, of, a lot of stuff happened to change. And that's not why, but that's not why. But he has become way more sensitive and way more woke in yeah, some woke ways. Yeah, woke as fuck, dude. But... He still has this Jersey scumbag in him as well. No. And his combo, not, it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You're constantly wrestling with a werewolf. Because, yeah. yeah, no, no, because you will, you will, you will come out uh, on, uh, with certain statements that I'm like, well, that's like a really progressive way to look at that. But then you'll be like, I like this movie because they can use retarded. Well, you know what it so is? It's, you're a man who's no, 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 no. I'm a man of freedom, and and freedom, <laughs> and freedom is enlightenment. And so you go, I'll say like in like progressive things are are enlightened thoughts, and so is the freedom to say like silly shit. It's all about freedom. So anyway, um, <laughs> so back to Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. So, so listen, uh, yeah. So Three Ninjas, the the original, the first movie is it's so good. It's like. 
Genuinely, it was one of my favorite movies from childhood. I absolutely loved it. Right. And then I remember, you know, a few years passed, and I saw this VHS at my friend's house. Like, it was on his shelf. It was next to, like, Mrs. Doubtfire and, you know, Land Before Time or something, right? Yes, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain, right? And and I'm looking at it, and, like, you know when you're a kid, and so your brain doesn't work, right? <laughs> yeah. And so... My remember, brain doesn't work right now. I remember now. going... I since did this I never, memory test Dan Soder gave me, and it was, and I'm like, shit. oh, my God. It's like, I've done too many drugs in my life. Wow, that sucks, man. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> just fucking... I remember looking at the movie and not knowing it existed and going, oh, my God, my friend has a movie nobody has ever seen like you know and when you're you know a kid and you're like this off. is a relic this only exists here like that that's is how not far off bro that's how fucking irrelevant this movie is then and obviously now it was irrelevant then i remember looking at it and going that's hulk hogan i didn't watch wcw as a kid i remember looking at that and going that's hulk hogan how fucking embarrassing it's a rough dude it's a rough it's, it's a, very bad. One of the kids, the one who kind of looks like Hillary Swank, I don't know, is he Rocky? That's the other thing. This was also the first movie I saw where they changed the characters. Like, I was young enough where that was the first time that happened for me. Where it was still the same characters, but they changed the actors. That was the first time this ever happened to me. So, like, this is like, I have a major issue with this fucking movie. You really do. Yeah, I think it's ass, dude. It ruined movies for me, maybe. Changed the actors. It was like, this is cult. This is Rocky. And I was like, no, it's not. Then Hulk Hogan's there. And they ruined fucking Ernest for me. Because I loved Ernest. And I thought he was like such a, such a, such an enjoyable, uh, he was in such enjoyable movies. I thought, I thought when I was a kid, I thought Ernest was like art. And then I saw this <laughs> and I went, this guy's f- fucking trash. He'll do anything. It uh. like ruined Ernest for me. I was like, he's not an artist trying to make kids happy. He's a fucking sleazeball who will take anything. That's what I thought of Jim Varney after Well, that. he was also, I mean, like uh, he could have been sick too because let me just read the first part of this Wikipedia page. Uh, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain is a 1998 American martial arts film. It is the fourth and final installment in the Three Ninjas franchise. Directed by Sean McNamara, the film stars only three of the original actors. None of the child actors from the previous films returned for this installment. And Victor Wong is the only cast member to appear in all four films. It is also the final film before his death in 2001. Which is like a punishment. Victor Wong, it's like Raul Julia in Street Fighter, but yeah. worse. Like Victor Wong was in big, and like big you think uh, of like trouble. All this like Illuminati shit, and you go like, was this poor old man owned by Hollywood? Like, did they catch him? <laughs> and like he there had was, to back do in the that. Day, people like had contracts in Hollywood that were like ridiculous. You yeah, know? was it like did they catch had, this like, poor guy who like did not want to do this? It grossed $375,000 domestically, which seems, like, high, honestly. Um, yeah, it's strange, but, dude, Hulk Hogan was a big deal, and... Nah, he- 1998! We've gone through... Zach, can you help us out here? How many Hulk Hogan movies have we watched? We watched Suburban Commando, Mr. Nanny, we watched Thunder in Paradise. That wasn't a movie. But that was a TV show. And we watched... What's the Christmas one? Um, Santa and both muscles. So this is the fifth Hulk Hogan thing that we've watched on this podcast. Have you seen any improvement? <sighs> Out of all of them, I guess Suburban Commando was the best. Yeah. Even though at the time I thought 
Mr. Nanny was, but as far as like like as far as like production value, I would say Suburban Commando was yeah, the best. Yeah, its goofiness holds up. Although his acting is really bad, and his acting is probably the best ever. I think it's the best ever in Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. I think it is. I think it actually is. It might be because Besides it's Gremlins so limited, too. and everybody's bad in it. There's not like there's not a soul who says a single word in it that sounds like it's happening. That's like the only reason I enjoy the movie <laughs> is because it's so bad that you go, well, at least they're good people. Cause like bad actors are just bad. Liars. I disagree. I think there's one, I think there's, I think there's one person who's pretty good in it. Who? The dad is the FBI agent. He actually plays it kind of normally. Okay. Sure. All right. So the plot of this, uh, is, uh, during their summer vacation, um, they it starts out with them doing this fucking stupid obstacle course, and then they decide uh, they 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 turn on TV, um, and they see uh, and one of the kids Tum Tum, which is like kind of a weird name for a kid. Tum Tum. Yeah, they get to pick their their names. Well, he's more he's really depressed because his favorite TV show Dave Dragon, hosted by Hulk Hogan. Uh, is uh, is 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 going to be off the air, and then it, it's got my favorite line in the movie, which is Dave Dragon goes, according to ratings, most kids don't believe in heroes anymore. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, that's genuinely a, a good line. All right, so they're going to go there uh, to the Mega Mountain. I guess they're going to try to cheer them up or just ride the rides. But then it's like um, before fucking that, ninjas. <laughs> like that's literally well, the bad the guys. Movie. We'll get to the bad guys in a second. They bring uh, this girl along. I mean, one of them's got a girlfriend, and then they also bring this girl along, uh, the tomboy girl, and she's got like a drone. Um, <laughs> and I, I like yeah. it's the first time I've seen a drone used in a movie. It's like a drone helicopter. Yeah. Like now it would give somebody PTSD if they were coming home from <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> But it's 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 pretty crazy. Um, so what you think is just going to be like, I guess, like the, a movie about, you know, these kids like teaching Dave Dragon how to fight again or something. Yeah. Turns into them saving his life. <laughs> this crazy movie where um, Jim Varney and Lonnie Anderson, uh, which are. uh uh Medusa's Lonnie Anderson, and I think Lothar Zog is Jim Varney. Okay, they take over the park uh, from jet skis. By the way, they take they drive jet skis. Jim to the Varney, park. like very southern Jim Varney, very southern, and his posse, which is of ninjas. Lonnie Anderson dressed as a nun, <laughs> uh, a Rasta guy who's yeah. like. And then they call, they call, it was, this is one thing that I did like about the movie is that they were outside the security and, uh, they asked Lonnie Anderson, what, oh, we're, we're, um, who are, what, what, what church group are you guys from? And she said, Our Lady of Perpetual Motion, which is a great name for a jam band. Yeah. You have to admit, Our Lady of Perpetual Motion sounds like That's they would right. open for fucking widespread and that panic. Was, that was before Our Lady of, uh, that band, Our Lady what, of Peace. I mean, that's that a thing people said though, I guess. Yeah. And eh, mind. So yeah, there's I mean the bad guys in this, there is a there's German guys, there's one of the jam band guys looks like Conrad Thompson, like exactly yes. the one who gets hit the hit hippie That's hillbilly point. guy. 
And the only and and I, some guy who kind of looks, like looks like a Tommy Lee's bear like at like special needs brother. He looks like a mechanical bear at fucking Chuck E. Cheese. All right, continue. All right, so so they're gonna take over the park, and then this like like the, their whole thing is to um, I forget how much money are they trying to get from him, Zach. Ten million dollars. They're trying to get ten. Oh, Zach, thank you for the save. Zach, uh, they're trying to get $10 million from the owner of Magic Mountain, who kind of is like a Rob Kraft character and is getting like kind of like a hand job from a, not a hand job, but a massage Wait, from a really I'm hot dumb. girl. I'm dumb. Who's Rob Kraft? Rob Kraft, he's the owner of the Patriots. He's the one who got, he got in trouble for getting a happy ending in Florida. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they basically, um, they basically say that they're going to, I guess, kill everybody in the park. They're going to make the rides go crazy and stuff like that. I mean, for the most part, they're going to kill everybody in the park unless they give them $10 million. Yeah. And they're escaping to this giant ship mm-hmm. um, that they come back no from jet sense. skis. It makes no sense. It's like it whatsoever. actually makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. Um, it's also 93 minutes. It really should have been an hour. <laughs> no, it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, look, I will say this. There is something fun about, like, the kids doing karate. Like, Well, it's, they, it's they're fun. basically, they're baby, Dave Dragon gets uh, gets incapacitated by Medusa, which is Lonnie Anderson's character, yeah. right? Did we say that Dave Dragon is Hulk Hogan? Yeah, we said Dave, Dave Dragon. Dave well, if Dragon you have it, Dave Dragon is, is Hulk, Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And he looks fucking great in this movie, by the way. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, compared to now? Obviously. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> well, how do you think time works? He looks like a fucking moron. He's like, yeah, he's physically Red, fit. Red he's Spandex. Hulk Hogan in 98. He's wearing he, like the he Mortal Kombat. His hair is like cut goofy. <laughs> He looks like no one who's ever existed. <laughs> He's like fucking alien. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan is Hogan like always looks like someone who never existed. Hulk Hogan is like meathead David Bowie. He like doesn't get credit for being like an absolute alien of a human. He looks like an idiot always. Hulk Hogan looked good. Never. Oh, God. All right, let's continue. So yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave Dragon is sneaks in the command center and is quickly discovered and captured. I think Medusa electrifies him or some shit like that. Uh, <laughs> she, she whips him in the first part. Yeah. Uh, she what? She whips him in that first. That's part. That's true. That was kind of hot. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> this was and this is she still good man. This was way after Burt Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked good. She looked good. You know. Um. One of the things that Medusa does is she captures one of the girls and ties her to the bottom of the roller coaster. Because of uh, course. Because of course. But they save her, so it's okay. Um, and then <laughs> Okay, by dad... the way, better than Helena Cell 2019 <laughs> main event. Way better. W- genuinely more entertaining. <laughs> um, also, conveniently, the dad, who uh, is not a bad actor... Uh, <laughs> You got a, you want to work with this fucking guy yeah, or something? Yeah, I got a hard on for this Holy guy. Shit. He's an FBI agent May and I is say, trying to negotiate. Very great at what he does. <laughs> he's trying to negotiate. Um, he's trying to negotiate, like you know, their release or whatever. Um, but essentially, the ninjas have to save Dave Dragon, and 
Uh, at the very end of it, they fight. Are they, are they fighting on the ship or are they fighting still in the park in the control room? They never fight on the ship. They only they fight, fight in the, in the park. control room. Uh, but they do it with their eyes closed, which is the right. ninja. Well, it's the callback to the beginning of the movie. When then they were working out with their eyes closed. Yeah. yeah. And then they, I just, at the very end of the movie, all like the bags of money are like like uh, dropped by a hel- from a helicopter, right? Uh-huh. From now listen, I know Kraft we're describing guy. all this, and you're like, "This is big budget." <laughs> like I know it sounds like you're like helicopter bags of money. Like, no, 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 no. This was like made like this is like this like is you less... went to a fair. Like okay, like you literally went to this theme park. Like this is how they made the movie. They went to the theme park, and one of the things was like, "Make your own movie at the theme park," and then they made this. Like that's one of the things you could pay for at this actual made at, theme park. Uh, Elitch Gardens in it's a fam- It was a family-owned seasonal amusement park, so I believe it is closed. Jesus. It closed in 1994. <laughs> oh fuck! This movie never happened. They're ghosts. <laughs> so they, I guess they, I guess now it's a botanic gardens. It's a botanic gardens. They Dude, changed we gotta go it. To that botanical garden. They changed it into a botanical gardens. Holy shit! And I guess this was in between it, the the phase from it becoming an amusement card to how bad you have to do. As an amusement park to be like, you know, it'll really save this place. Get rid of all the rides and put in plants. <laughs> <laughs> like how failing yeah, of an amusement to, park. Oh, you? man. Yeah, I went to Botanical Garden with Khalees. Uh, That's a good date thing to do. I've Sunday. Done that. Yeah, you go look. And it is like it. They're yeah, they're pretty. Nice. And then after 15 minutes, you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. Yeah, You know what happens after 15 minutes? You're begging for stimulation. And then you just, you're like, squirrels! And you get excited. <laughs> and then it becomes like a, why is this guy in a, a hat? None of the animals in the exhibit. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking it really bad. makes you appreciate zoos, botanical. botanical oh, for sure. Because everything you look at, you go, oh, but if a lizard was there, wouldn't that be better? That be like, better? really, botanical gardens are just and like zoos the cages. Suck. They're just zoos the cages. are really depressing. Yeah, zoos are depressing for sure. Unless, uh, like, you like, you're like, you love. Uh, being a man you know like if you love like like if you love conquering things like there's definitely guys out there who just go to the zoo and are just like yeah like yeah we got all of you saddest thing that i've ever seen at a zoo was like i I was at the we were filming actually i did this short called the fluffer which you can find on my website um oh yeah that was really funny oh thank you sir uh but there, there we were like filming some stuff at the zoo like at the panda cages and uh we went by the rhino exhibit and it was the saddest shit. The rhino was on the one side of the exhibit. It got up, walked three steps, and then just collapsed in front of us. Oh, Christ. It's like, zoos, zoos just shouldn't exist. Just have, like, reserves people can drive through yeah. and watch animals be animals. Yeah. I guess, yeah. We, we On the break, the show that I wrote for Michelle Wolf, I'm just dropping credits all the time, but Bill, we made fun of Billy Joel because he said that this, uh, he said he said that his his ideal farewell tour would be him uh, going on stage in front of Bulletproof Glass, sitting on a couch and just watching TV. Billy Joel said that? Yeah. What does that mean? That means that people just watch him and then they get to throw shit at the wall. Why would like, you want this sucks. that? What a sad drunk. That's like just a that's a sad drunken thing to say. What? Billy Joel said that? Yeah. He said that laying in his tub. <laughs> During an interview. Wow. Maybe he was doing the interview from a tub. That is sad. Okay. That's pretty sad. Jesus. 
But anyway, I would say, uh, whether or not, should we recommend this movie? I mean, no. Honest, no. Okay, no, here's no, what you okay. don't recommend this bear movie. Bear with me. Bear with me. Ready? 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 <laughs> Hear me out. Um, if you were a kid and you liked Three Ninjas, there is something fun and nostalgic about it, right? There is something like the silliness, the fluffiness, the bad actingness right. of it. You go, oh, I remember watching a lot of horse shit. And you like kind of feel okay. There, you know, like if you're one of those people who needs... Uh, to remember childhood to feel good because your adulthood has just been terrible. Yeah. So you have to like go farther back to when things were good. Yeah. Then this is a thing for you because you go, oh, I remember nice things. I don't know. That's <laughs> oh the only God. way. That's the only way this is a good movie. Oh, well, here's an interesting fact. Filming began in 1996. Uh, Hulk Hogan wrestling in WCW at the time wore a wig for the film, which resulted in him having a different hairstyle than his traditional bald look. Jesus Christ! This would this so took more was, time to film choice. than the fucking Revenant. <laughs> wow! It began in 1996, and it came out in 98. Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Usually, usually zero percents are good. Or, uh, Anita Gates like of the funny. New York Times says things are sad when Hulk Hogan gives the most touching performance in the film. That's absolutely true, and calls the film interminably boring. Yeah but concedes it's possible that young children may like it. Yeah. That's crazy that a person would uh, review that. I feel like that's how they haze you at the New York Times. Like when you start out. You go, you have to actually have an opinion on this. And they go, please. They were just, they're clearly mentally ill people. They're like, like, no, no, you got to watch The Scorpion King. Yeah. And it's like, don't make me make fun of these sad people who had to make this shit. Yeah. It's sad. It's all sad, dude. I wonder what the conversations are like when you're making something like that. I think it's delusion. I think you just... How do you know? You, you like, oh, this is fun. If you're an act, actor, you don't go, oh, those are cameras for a good movie aimed at right now. Like, you don't but there's got to be a moment where they see Lonnie Anderson and All Weather and Jim Varney with a sword. Yeah, but you just go, ah, movies look different than... Well, maybe this will be good? Is that what you say? Yeah, I think you go, the person filming this understands angles and is good. And then it comes out and you... And you go, oh, the sound guy's going to be good, and maybe I don't suck, and, and it just all goes to shit. Yeah, I think that's what I, I think it's shock. Yeah. I think Hulk Hogan watches I that movie. I say this, and I've been in a movie like that before, so I feel like it's like, I, 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 I don't know, man. You know what's a great movie to watch? And we're getting a little bit off topic. A great movie to watch if you want to watch uh, the creation of a terrible movie is this documentary called, I think it's Lost Soul. It's about the uh, making of Dr. Moreau. Or like the Island of Lost Souls. Okay. It's fucking great. Because the director goes crazy and is fired two days into it. Mm-hmm. And then he stays on the island and just parties. And at the end of the movie, he jumps in during the extras and wears a mask. And the director didn't know. So the fire director, it makes an appearance at the end of the movie. He's just a fucking psycho. A psychopath. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, really- they decided that that was like a good move. I don't know. I wonder if there's anything like that... Uh- in the Three Ninjas movies. <laughs> yeah, the, the original director of Three Ninjas. I, am, I wonder if it was that it much was like of a Paul mess Thomas politically. Anderson, and then he decided, yeah, like I wonder if this was really someone's art piece and, and the studios fucked it up, you know? I mean, we could have written this. This is a movie you can legitimately... People say like, oh, did they write this in a day? But this is legitimately a movie you could have written in a day. Yeah. This is also almost Final Destination. What? The, Final Destination is just a movie about a roller coaster that doesn't kill kids, right? That's all this is. It's just averting Final a roller coaster. Final Destination is way better than fucking Three Ninjas. Yeah, it's I all knew shit to I... me. 
What's your favorite movie? Um, Three Ninjas One. Three Ninjas One is <laughs> top ten. I'm not joking. It's top ten. Well, it's a perfect I mean, I don't place to end. Goodfellas. I don't know. I'd be lying. I don't. I'm not crazy about movies. Do you like movies? No. Do you like music? I like. I like. I like actors. I like Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Shia LaBeouf, and then everybody else can suck it. So weird, man. Do you like comedy? No, I definitely don't like comedy. <laughs> I'm serious. Do you like wrestling? Uh, parts of it for sure. New Japan. Love it so much. What are the things that you like? You like um, friends, your girlfriend. Yeah, and actual friends. I've never seen friends. No, like actual friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just a guy who likes the things you're supposed yeah, to yeah, like. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Do you like food? What do you like, you fucking weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. But yeah, I just definitely don't. Uh, no, but like, I'll tell you, like, I watched this movie and I fucking liked it. I did like it because I. You're I, so crazy, Scott. No, you can like, you can break down levels. Like, this wasn't supposed to be anything but shit. So you watch oh, it and you go, is, ooh, shit. And you just wow, watch the shit. Wow, this is actually a great, this is a great question. What was better, this or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Because you and I both saw those movies. And we both didn't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, even though everyone else went ate shit for it. I mean, look, obviously Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was better, but Three Ninjas is better in the sense that they didn't think they were artists when they were making the shit they were making. That's true. You know what and I'm saying? And then there's one amazing part in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I would have to say, what was more frustrating, watching this or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Once, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You have no expectations going to this. Dude, I love the Ernest movies. Like, there was parts of this I liked. I do like the first three Ninjas movies, and it's definitely shit. Like, there's no way it's good. But you just watch a thing, and you go, ooh. So, yeah, watch it. Who cares? Yeah, smoke a lot of weed beforehand, though. <laughs> yeah. Definitely don't Just get watch high and it. just go, holy fuck. All movies are this. Because bad acting, it exposes what acting is, which is just lying. You go, oh my God, look at these liars. Like, this is definitely a movie that like. you, like, you want to watch high. Yeah. You just watch 100%. it and you go, what is a movie exactly? <laughs> <laughs> That's the review. You just yeah. Guys, it was a short episode this week. But we're going to be back with actual wrestling coverage next week. Yeah. Again, t- tweet at us what day we should release this podcast. We've done two Mondays in a row now um, because the wrestling schedule is so crazy. Um, I mean, we could, I, I, you know, Thursday or Monday are both logical in some way. Um, but we don't know which one you prefer. So tweet at us and let us know. Um, I'm at DS Germain on Twitter. You also, you know, write comments on Instagram. I don't know. Scott? Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm at the Mohican Sun this weekend in uh, Connecticut at Crackers, so check that out. Yeah. Have a good one, folks. <laughs> <laughs>